Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's February 7th, 2024. I am at Joel Pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds. We're back home. We're on our channel. Jeremy Lambert is here. I am here. I live here. Basically, this is what we do. We're, we're doing all right today. Jeremy's got his water. He's got He's got hydration. He covers up his water now because they're not sponsoring us. So I get it. How are you doing, Jeremy Lambert? What do you mean I cover it up? This is like a... Regular water bottle. It's oh, is it? I thought yeah, that was yeah. a, oh, okay. I thought no, that it's not was a plastic a... one. See, listen, listen to the sound oh. of that. Okay. Right. That's that's actually pretty pretty good. I like that. Yeah. You get that hydration. I like that. Gotta stay hydrated, everybody. Let that be a lesson to all of you. Stay hydrated. How are you doing this morning? Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a great show that we had this morning. We're fun uh, show. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Fun show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch y'all on Friday. Good night. Anyway, yes, we'll we'll be here on Friday. We're here Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern until noon. That's what we do. Uh, Very, very much looking forward this morning to welcoming Ziggy Haim to the show. She's going to be here at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, so uh, about an hour and a half from now. We got plenty to talk about for a change. You know, last few shows have been kind of dragging, not really having much to talk about. It's been, the the conversation's been boring. You know, there hasn't been much that we discussed. So, uh, you know, yeah, what, 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 what? Monday, I feel like you got a little heated at the end of the show, you know? So I wanted to apologize to you for bringing that out of you. Uh, I don't, I don't like, I don't like when you get mad, Joel. I don't like it. You know, I like, I like happy Joel Pearl, happy go lucky Joel Pearl. There's no reason to get mad online about things. There's just no reason for it. So I am sorry, and to make it up to you, Joel, I have made a graphic that I think will make you and everyone very happy, all right? I'm already not looking forward to this. I'm already, I'm already not looking forward to whatever you're about to do. I've, I've made you a nice, happy-go-lucky graphic i this is for the people this is for everyone mind you not just joel this is for everyone because joel's argument on monday was aw shouldn't sign a bunch of losers right that was Uh, the argument i mean you not exactly what i went for but you can paraphrase it similarly yes that was your argument that they shouldn't sign a bunch of losers so i to make Joel happy, mm-hmm. to make everyone happy, will reveal the newest AEW signing. Not a loser. Coming off big victories. Coming off maybe the biggest win of his career. Coming off 
multiple big victories. I'm not sure when the last time this man maybe hasn't lost for an entire year. Jordan. Wow. That's how long it's been. Amazing. Actually, he lost at some point last year, but regardless. Okay. Look at this winner. Look. You you forgot something on that graphic. What? The again part. Remember like they did for Stu Grayson? No, it's not again. Yeah, it is. No. Are you trying to say that he was a deep, deep state psyop thing for it's a different for person? Oh, it's a different person. Oh my yeah. God, you're right. Because he's now the American nightmare. Yeah, this is a totally different person. All this man does is win, 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 no matter what, what, what. And he is back. A winner, Joel. Are you happy about this signing? Do you like this signing? Yeah, but I mean, who was he beaten recently? Shinsuke Nakamura. That is accurate. He did defeat Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. But then, he got, but then he got beat up and made to look like a little, like a little bitch. But he won. He did win. That does. Who cares? Count. It doesn't. Doesn't matter how you look. Doesn't matter if you look like a bitch. Wins and losses is is all that matters, right? That's what you told me. You told it's me the true. performance doesn't matter. Brian Keith may have looked good, but he lost. So who cares? He's a giant loser. You're right. I have if if Cody AEW. decided if Cody decided that this was the straw that broke the camel's back and went back to AEW because for all intents and purposes he has not officially re-signed his WWE contract at least that's court that's Corey Fifle uh we we don't know maybe he would make the jump back who knows and at that point yeah listen as long as there's one caveat Jeremy Lambert if Cody Rhodes goes back to AEW at any point. They immediately have to strike the I can't contend for the world heavyweight championship. Well, that was a different person. It's a different person. You're right. So you know what? So that different person can be like, I want the world title and I want it now. So world champion, we're going to, we're going to fight at the next pay-per-view. And then after Cody loses and gets shuffled down the card for several months, maybe relegated to ring of honor and then brought back up very slowly. uh, Then maybe we'll have a world heavyweight championship contender in Cody Rhodes, the American nightmare. Well, th- technically, the last time we saw him in AEW, he was a giant loser. He lost to Sammy Guevara in a lot. That does make you a giant loser. That's true. Yeah, I was at that match. It's a good match, though. That was, was that the ladder what? match. Yeah, that was that was the ladder match. That was a a five star match, according to some people. Um, wasn't for me, five stars. But yes, that was that was at that match. I was at Cody's last AEW match. And Joel, I have breaking news. Okay. I don't know if it's breaking news, but I have news for everybody. I will be attending Sting's last match. Hey, I know exactly how you got there, too. Good for you. <laughs> do you? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I heard. Wow, all my scoops are just like, I can't. No secrecy in this business. You, People just leaking shit to the sheets. You have, to accept, five minutes. you have to accept the love, Jeremy. You have to accept the love. I know. Yes, that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you, you do know. You do know. Of course I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> great uh, person best. fantastic person yes absolutely very very much a fan yeah. uh ladies and gentlemen you are here and friends me on the binary go ahead leave a thumbs up on the video and of course subscribe to us here at fight below over books and you can always 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 point to the sign while you donate a super chat any amount get the questioner statement read right on the air be a part of the conversation uh mike saying you and seventeen thousand other people that's right that's how many people are watching we we probably will not be uh starting any parades or or um big movements to march from new york to other states to (laughs) 
sorry. Let's I, let's just clear the air real quick. That was a joke. Okay, we we talk about busted open radio, and we make we we make the illusion that we want to be better than them. We 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 like them as as human beings. It was a big joke that Dave LaGreca was doing. The link on the post was for his show at the Gramercy Theater. And I thought it was hilarious. I thought the people biting on it was even funnier. But you saw this, Jeremy. This was the the Cody walk. What was this? I didn't. You didn't see. You saw this. Don't tell me you didn't see this. Y'all have got to realize I am not as online as everyone believes that I am. Y'all did something yesterday about like wrestling media and I'm like, I don't know who these people are or what you're talking. I know who they are, but I didn't know what y'all were talking about. I saw Sean mention something like it's not a rally. And I didn't bother to look any further than that because it all sounded stupid. And then I moved past it. I'm on. I'm online to do a job, Joel. Like everybody in AEW who gets signed, I'm online to do a job. Yes. That's it. And I don't care about your your stupid arguments or your petty nonsense or your fake outrage of stuff. I don't I don't care about it. I don't pay attention to it because it does not concern me. That's right. And you know what happens? You know what I do regarding things that do not concern me? Joel? You shake it off. You know what I do? You I shake don't. it off. I mean, I do shake it off. But right. you know what I do? Use sports bet on whether Taylor Swift wore red to the game on Saturday Sunday. She's gonna wear red. She is Chiefs colors. Uh, yeah, listen, if you go to betonline.ag, one of our well, one of our main channel sponsors, you can bet apparently on Taylor Swift related Super Bowl stuff. I believe it. It it I'm exists. Can do that. Shout out to yeah. Kimmel for pointing that out last night. But you know what I do, Joel? You know what I do? What do you do? You know, and my advice to everybody when it comes to this, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Works every time. It works every single time. Uh, Kim Gray is in the chat saying that David Greca had to address it this morning on the show. So there you go. People got pre-mad. They didn't click the link. They should have. They would have seen that it was just a, it was tickets to their show. Uh, it was a level of trolling that Jeremy would have enjoyed. I'm I'm sorry you didn't see it, but I do like that we got to talk about it for two seconds. Hey, I appreciate the the trolling. Good on Greca. He's Lagreca's like true ride or die Cody fan, yeah. So that that's a it's a good good bit if he just was promoting his show by making it out to be a rally and then people getting mad about it. That's a I I respect that. I you, truly respect that. You should ask uh, Stephen Jensen tomorrow on the spotlight if he would participate in a rally such as that. Oh. <laughs> That what do you that's a that's such an easy answer. Are you kidding me? He would no, but I want to know how far he would go. Would he lead the rally? Would he drive a bus full of people to the rally? What would he do driving all the way from where he is? He's in Atlanta, he tells us that all the time. I'm not doxing him anyway. (laughs) Would he drive from Atlanta to New York to make his points? Would he drive a busload of people? Would he go that far? Jensen would go wherever Cody Rhodes needed him to go and do whatever Cody Rhodes needed him to do to rally and and get to get the point across i have no doubts about that when it comes to steven jensen so yeah whatever whatever's needed in terms of of whatever the codester needs jensen's there he is 
and so are y'all and we appreciate that uh let's uh we, we can we can turn over a little bit uh this morning you were able to uh get an article out coming out of the hollywood reporter about a report of the tko team ari shapiro and uh, sorry ari emmanuel and mark shapiro uh kind of pushing vince mcmahon's hand when it came to his resignation from tko you want to talk about that real quick and then we can move along uh, yeah, the Hollywood Reporter did a kind of a recap of everything that happened. And in that little recap, it said that Ari Emanuel and Mark Shapiro called Vince and said it would be in the best interest, in, interest, uh, best in, interest of the company if you resign. And I guess Vince obviously agreed because he did it. I don't know if he quickly agreed, but I think it was pretty obvious that he quickly agreed to resigning because five minutes after Slim Jim said, you ain't snapping into shit. Vince said, okay, I'll snap my ass out of here. And then Slim Jim came back. So yeah, I don't think it was any big secret that there was pressure on Vince to, to do this, you know, pressure from who now we know it was the people above him, which is, is, pretty expected i would say because it's always the that that's how that's gonna work uh but but the pressure was also from sponsorships and and from um the pressure was gonna be from sponsorships and and from streaming deals i'm sure if netflix had been like oh maybe we you know i don't know what's in the contracts or anything but if netflix or anybody else had been like hey maybe we're gonna pause things maybe we're not gonna air things then that would have forced them out too Sure, Vince had it his way. He would have just stuck around. But it's not a, you know, it, it it was a good information. I don't think it was like a shocking revelation or anything. Uh, and someone in the chat saying, does Slim Jim not know that there's more than just Vince in the lawsuit? I'm sure that they know because the only person that they can currently at the time hold accountable who was still working and part of the allegations, outwardly part of the allegations, were Vince McMahon. Yeah, but I mean, WWE's named in the lawsuit. Yes, WWE's name, but I'm saying that in terms of a physical human being who was part of the lawsuit, it was Vince McMahon. You couldn't, it's Johnny, John Laurinaitis is gone. He had been gone for years. WWE, everyone else is, uh, you know, reporter, or sorry, a, a chair, not chairman, sorry, executive, corporate executive, one, two, three, four, five. This, the only name that's currently, that was currently attached to wwe in a physical sense at the time of the lawsuit was vince so i'm not saying he's taking the fall because it's definitely not that because there is much more to come but slim jim knew and slim jim was just like well this is the guy that is front and center right now so he's you got to get rid of him yeah i i think i mean maybe i'm I'm wrong in misinterpreting uh jeffrey's post but i i think a lot of people have, have said this that it's nice that they they did it but then once Vince resigned, it's like, oh, we're back. And it's like the whole company is in this lawsuit. There right. are other people, you know, corporate executive officer number one and everything. There are other people named who may still work for the company. There's still a talent who, even though that, even though he's, he's there's no creative plans for this talent, he's still part of the company. So I understand if people are like, hold everyone accountable. Okay. Just because Vince is gone, that doesn't solve the issue. I'm in agreement with that. I hope that they are continued to, to be held 
accountable. I hope questions are, are still being asked. You know, we got this big press conference tomorrow and, and we talked about it a little bit with Tim Marchman. I know a lot of people have been tweeting about it. We're going to have friends, associates who are there. There's going to be a big media conglomerate who are there. The Super Bowl is in Las Vegas where this is being held tomorrow. This is more than just wrestling media going to this. That could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. It it could be, you know, you're going to get random people from whatever outlet who only cares about the rock and just wants to know about the rock and WrestleMania. And maybe you're going to get people like a, a Dan Levitard, somebody from, because I've heard him talk about the, the allegations and the, the lawsuit. Maybe somebody from his show is asked, gets to ask a question and maybe they ask about the, the lawsuit and the allegations. Uh, my point on all this was I hope if we, if any of our friends, any of our associates get a chance to ask a question, I hope they ask about the allegations and the lawsuit because they're going to explain the booking the the way regardless. They're already going to they're already going to explain it. Triple H is going to give his promo, The Rock's going to give his promo, Roman's going to give his promo. They're going to explain it. You got a real opportunity here to speak to high-ranking a, a TKO board member. Like a TKO The Rock's on the board now to speak to a TKO board member and to speak to an executive. These opportunities don't come along. I I hope that the questions are asked about the lawsuit and the allegations, because that's way more pressing than a WrestleMania main event that is going to be explained anyway. And I hope that uh, they're coached this time. I mean, I don't care if they're coached or not. I hope that they, they give the, the, I hope they spill everything. Honestly, I hope they're I mean, not coached. I hope they just fucking talk and they they give up all the secrets. Yes, my point is, I hope we don't get a we're going to pivot to the best week ever. You know, look at this match we're doing. Oh my god! And, that, and they're going to want to. They're going to want. That's that's understandable. Uh, I just hope that they actually have an, a, a a proper something in place, a, a statement, just an just a a, a roadmap a macro of how they're going to navigate this because the last time they were put up front and center in the media, we saw what happened and it wasn't very good. And that's why you got to press on these things because triple H was speaking. He was speaking out there and it wasn't always the greatest things that he was saying, but he was giving you an answer past no comment. And that's why I hope questions are asked to them. Maybe they do give you the no comment. Maybe they are well, more prepared this time around and it, they're, they handle it better. But maybe they just continue to talk sideways and it, they give you what you're not expecting. And that's still a story too. But you don't know unless you ask these things. Someone on Twitter is asking if they can ban the media from asking lots of questions. No, they cannot. They, 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 cannot, can, they, can, they, they can't. can strongly ask that you don't but yeah. they cannot ban you from asking the question yeah they, they can i guess they can say before the press conference no questions about the allegations or lawsuit it's it's a legal matter it's a federal investigation we can't ask anything or we can't answer anything about that they can say that that does not mean they are not allowed to they that media is not allowed to ask it 
it, I, I will say if if um, they say that to start the press conference to the media, that would imply that if any question is asked about the lawsuit of the allegations, that will probably be the answer. If they say, hey, we can't answer any questions regarding lawsuit and allegations, it's a federal it's under federal investigation. You know, please respect that. Again, that does not preclude media that does not prevent them from asking i would still ask and then the answer might be as simple as that triple h might just say like you know as we said we can't talk about the lawsuit or the allegations it's a federal investigation that might be their stock answer and that's fine but you don't know unless you ask exactly uh i don't have anything to to add to that i really just wanted to Bring it to the attention again. We say that we're going to continue to update the story as it develops and uh, whether that's every show or every other show when something important comes out like a presser or an article from Hollywood Reporter, something that we cover as well on Fightful, we are going to talk about it. So that's uh, that's where I want to go. Constantine, well, Constantine Cryos. I've, I've listened to a lot of stuff regarding the, this lawsuit. Constantine Cryos, who... Uh, who was suing WWE part of the, the CTE lawsuit, the concussion lawsuit that eventually got dismissed. This was a few years ago and uh, Ashley Mazzaro's uh, death. And, you know, in that there was, she, she alleged that they covered up uh, sexual assault during the, the, the trip uh, to Kuwait, I believe overseas. And that came out after she died, WWE released a statement saying she never said anything. They, they denied it. They, the usual denying everything but Constantine Cryos was on News Nation talking about it and talking about how this has been part of the culture in WWE for uh, for years and you know I there's a lot of stuff that's going to come out about this there there's a lot um and a lot of it's not going to be good. And I, I hope, as we as we say on, on this show, we're not going to ignore it. We will continue to cover it. I also hope people give us grace in that if we don't spend all two hours talking about that, that you understand. Because I, you know, Ryan's saying, has anyone realized you're the goldmine for research on this topic? Like, yes and no. I I try to cover it as best I can. I try to find and listen to as many interviews about stuff as I can. Some stuff I'm even like, "Eh, do I cover this? Is this an allegation? It's just this like, like, I don't really, everyone's going to have an opinion on like Jeff Jarrett's going to give his opinion on his podcast. Kevin Nash is going to like, I don't care to cover that stuff because one, I think some of these people's opinions are not great on it. But I do think that, you know, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, I, I do have a lot of records of, of transcriptions, but I don't always cover. Um, I don't always cover, you know, a lot of the like past allegations and, and stuff like it, it. All I'm saying is like, it's a lot. And like my head is very messed up from having to cover a lot of this stuff. And I'm very burnt out by having to cover a lot of this stuff. Uh, and so, again, I hope people will give us some grace of uh, we're going to also just talk about like wrestling and like have fun 
with 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 a lot of this stuff but we are gonna we're gonna stay on top of it as, as best as best we can um uh, sorry i went off a tangent there my, my apologies everybody no you're fine uh <laughs> this this is just coming out now td garden kind of pulled the trigger a little quickly and yeah. on facebook people have got multiple yes. screenshots it's not just someone did it and it, like it's td garden with the blue check aw presents dynamite and rampage wednesday march 13th it, it long listen long speculated long discussed what could it mean it's our friggin thumbnail today um you gotta you gotta feel a little bit for tony khan unless unless they're gonna they're gonna spin this into like you know the the moment was here now it's official as announced this morning by td garden you know we're coming back to dynamite and we're gonna make a money making announcement or something like that. We're gonna it's gonna be a bank holiday. I don't know what you're gonna call bank, it. Bank holiday is yeah. what I'm seeing. Yeah. Bank holiday is such a UK term though. <laughs> That's like doing it in Wembley and calling it the bank holiday show. I don't really mind that, you know, it's it, this is for the very well, I guess a lot of AEW fans are very online as well, but like this isn't such a huge like, oh my god, I can't believe they spoiled it. Like Everyone expected this. Everyone, like, it's there. Uh, it's on Ticketmaster, too. That's right. I did see that <laughs> WrestleTix has the, uh, the the pre-announcement stuff. So it's very, yeah, it's very funny. Um, do we want to talk about Mercedes? We can. Um, I've seen screenshots. I'm, like, looking. I'm, I also, I could not find it on Facebook. I couldn't. I can't either. Yeah. that. But that's the thing. The more I see the blue chat like i'm seeing different i'm seeing mobile i'm seeing desktop like i'm seeing screenshots from different places that are actually like legitimate which makes it interesting yeah i'm i'm looking uh on ticketmaster i guess to see if and find something on on the ticketmaster yeah wrestletix has uh has something up on their on their side of things i mean i believe it look there's screenshots there's clearly something going on oh here we go i found one on Ticketmaster. yeah general on sale date is february 2nd or february 10th sorry uh march 13th boston or td garden boston garden whatever you want to call it um so yeah Ticketmaster does have it i do see that uh i did not see it on td garden facebook or td garden website or td garden Twitter. yeah it's not on, it's not on their website i yeah. did go first to there to see if the events section had been updated it hasn't it's really just on on facebook of all places you're gonna start getting you're gonna start getting calls from your from your boomer parents being like, hey, you're a wrestling fan. Did you know that? Sorry, you gotta do it in a Boston accent. Did you? I can't do Boston with an old person. What? Did you know that AEW is coming back to Boston? You know they're coming back to Boston. You're gonna come and see the wrestling at the at the garden. You wanna come and hang out? We're gonna I make you some dinner. We can go to the Boston, go to Boston Market, go watch the wrestling. What is this accent? It's 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 the worst Boston accent you can think of. <laughs> you are attempting to do here. I don't know. Listen, if I upset one person today, let it be someone from Boston. It's fine. Yeah, someone told me they shocked the AI bot telling me to channel Ted. That was kind of what I started doing when I did it. <laughs> good show. Good show, Ted. It's a good show. Yeah, I watched hey, the you, you gotta pack a cab, Boston Yad. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's khakis. <laughs> we gotta stop this. We gotta we gotta stop this Canadian from attempting to do a Boston accent. 
It's just like when Bostoners try to do a Canadian accent. It just doesn't work. It sounds awful. Do Boston Bostonians try to do a Canadian accent, though? Everyone tries to do it. Mm, How do you pronounce chowder in Bostonian? It's chowder. Chowder. It's chowder. 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 It's chowder. Say it right. (laughs) All these Simpsons fans are going to get that one. Yeah, don't watch The Simpsons. I watched the Family Guy episode of The Simpsons last night. Did you? I'm yeah. sorry. That was an awful episode. It was it was fine. It was very cliche of the jokes that they would do. I only made it like halfway through. I was very tired. So I, I only made it halfway through it. Anyway, so uh, it looks like Mercedes Monet is going to be at the Boston Garden on, on March 13th. Talking talking about <laughs> Shouta. Good. <Whoa>. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta stop reading the chat. Uh, no, but listen, let's let's let's. I, I'm not gonna make fun of Southern accents. I like them. Uh, but no, let, let's talk about it. There's a possibility that this is the debut of Mercedes Monet. This is a big get for AEW. This is long long time coming. It's definitely been in the cards since, good lord, August if not earlier, because of uh, the original plans for her to have won the New Japan Strong Women's Championship. Things have changed. Here we are, Mercedes Monet possibly going to AEW. What's uh, what's your immediate reaction? Uh, I don't know if I have a media reaction because it we've been talking about it for months. Been, yeah, it's been sort of hinted at on this show and even almost broken on this show. No, uh, we don't break news on this show. I mean, check the archives, folks. Andrew Zarian uh, had, had it, uh, you know, la- so last it. week, I believe. It was it was last week, and then there was the one episode where we had to change it to the Where Will Mercedes Monet Land, and yeah. we basically did a lot there, too. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So I don't know if I got like a, a super immediate reaction. Um, I'm excited about it. I've been excited about it. You know, I said, I said on the show months ago, they should do it CM Punk style. They should roll out the red carpet. They should make a big deal out of this signing. And that's seemingly what they're doing. They're doing a big, uh, they're doing the big TD garden show. It's going to be built around, Mercedes and now they they've got to follow up on it. They've been doing a lot better with the women's division, two matches on collision, giving more people more screen time, building stories better. And now they've got a legit superstar who can take it to the next level. And now you've got to continue to focus on it and continue to give that time. And I, I hope they do. I think they will. I think they understand how big that is, this is. If they didn't, they wouldn't be doing this. Um, but yeah, I, I hope they continue to to build off of this. Okay, but but what if it's actually Okada and not Mercedes? 
That would be hilarious and awful at the same time. When you, you you mentioned the CM Punk debut, I think it'd be also very funny if Mercedes comes out, points to the rafters, and says, "Julia Hart, I'm coming after your TBS championship." And it's just Julia Hart and House of Black standing in the rafters. Oh, that's not gonna. No, that's not good. What? What are we? What? Just saying. But See, I do. So people, people are saying, okay, you've got you've got Mercedes coming in. You've got possibly Camille as well. They they just signed uh, Diana. You've got Mariah May. Look, the talent is there, yeah. but the talent has largely been there. Not to this level, not to this level. Make no mistake. It hasn't been there to this level, but let's not act like they haven't had a, a good women's division in the past. Let's not act like they haven't had, uh, you know, depth, in some of the division, it's been the focus on these things. Athena's been there for a year and a half now. They decided to put her in ROH during that entire time. The, the, it has never been the lack of talent. It hasn't. Yes, now we've got Mercedes Monet, who is a big time superstar. That's 100% true. Remember when Soraya came in, people thought that was the big boost. Right. And Soraya turned out to, I don't know how often she wants to wrestle. I don't know how she, I mean, she said it in interviews uh, that, you know, she doesn't want to wrestle too, too often. She likes being on the outside. Um, and, and so they, they, they didn't put her on the level that I think a lot of people thought they were going to put her on when she made her debut. It is, you've got to now actually just do something with all these women and they have done a very good job recently of this. Again, I point to the two matches on collision and then I, I just the overall presentation on dynamite, but this has never really been a a lack of a talent issue. This has always been a lack of a care issue. Joel and I sat on this show almost a year ago. I know we haven't done the show for a year, but like just a, a while ago of like pick eight women, build around them and go from there. And we picked eight women who I think everyone agreed is super talented women. And then they just didn't do it. It was just one thing. So that's, that's all. That's what it is. Uh, the talent's been there. And now you, you gotta really just follow up and actually go full bore with all of this. And I hope Mercedes is that part. She should be, she should be that person that you fully build around and fully commit to. Yeah, and so I largely agree with the conversation. Chi-Town's person sends a super chat saying, AEW's women's division has been better than WWE's in 2024 so far. I don't know if I fully agree with that. I think there are a lot of standouts in the WWE women's division, but I also think that AEW's women's division is starting to get a little more shine, and that is something that's been helpful. And he says, y'all like Valhalla matches. No, that that is... That, that is match sucked. All it right? did suck. Yeah, and like, again, bless people like... Uh, Sorry, I was thinking of Sophia Cromwell was her NXT name. Uh, uh, Maxine Dupree. Maxine Dupree, thank you. I don't know why I always default to her NXT name. Anyway, uh, Maxine Dupree. on NXT TV like once. Don't know why. My brain just doesn't. It's just a more authentic name. Anyway, Maxine is, you know, I've watched so many interviews with her and she is a gem of a human. Uh, she just She's learning. She's not a great wrestler. Uh, AEW's women's division is starting to finally get the shine that they deserve because like Jeremy said there is no lack of talent there has been a lack of time and a lack of you know for all intents and 
purposes, storytelling. This has been kind of the way that they've done the, the women's division since the dawn of AEW has been, you know, big signing, title shot, down to the bottom. And I'm nervous that Deanna Perrazzo is going to get the same treatment given the way that they debuted her, given the way that she's going to have the match at Revolution, and then Mercedes is going to come in and it's going to be, oh, shit, what do we do with someone like Deanna? Because Mercedes is, you know, argue, well, not arguably, she is. A, she commands a bigger name right now than Deanna. That doesn't mean that Deanna Perrazzo cannot be a top-level star in that division. It just means that perception-wise, Mercedes has a different brand of fan base. Now, what that means for AEW on the positive is that bringing in a rabid fan base, hopefully that rabid fan base then uh, splits off and starts latching onto other people in these divisions and wants to support them and see them more frequently. And therefore, you start seeing a rise in the in, in popularity when it comes to certain wrestlers and therefore the storytelling builds and therefore the company builds and therefore you start seeing more and more wins for AEW from a business standpoint. And I think that is a huge opportunity with someone like Mercedes. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying in a perfect world, there would be some people who latch on to other wrestlers because they saw Mercedes and they said, she's great, but I like this person too. So there's a possibility that this kind of brings forth a resurgence for a women's division that's needed some sort of resurgence, but uh, we're going to see what happens come March. It, it could also turn out to be, you know, Mercedes versus everyone. And that's not to say that Mercedes comes in and demands everyone does something for her, but know that the fan base is just like Mercedes or nobody. And that wouldn't be great either. So again, I hope that the storytelling changes. I hope that someone like Deanna continues to get the opportunities beyond just the one title shot of Revolution and then falls down the card. I hope that's not what happens moving forward. Yeah, that was that was where I was worried when Deanna got signed and immediately put into a, a program with Tony is, okay, this is good. This is good for Deanna. It's a good showcase for her. But if she loses, where does she go? Because we, we'd seen that. Usually it was with Jade, a signing came in, lost to Jade, and then just kind of floundered a little bit after that. Uh, you know, now if Deanna does lose, I guess she could go after the TBS title, but j- just put some care into the division. That's like, that's that's all you got to do. I hope Deanna stays uh, as, a, as a top-notch player because I think the concern with her was potentially promos. Um, and, and just presentation not outside of the ring but like i think she's knocked all that out of the park and like she's proven she is a top level act um again the talents the talents there the talent is 100% there you, you all you got to do is just put the care and the focus into it that's it and they got plenty of tv time to do that by the way they got all the tv time in the world right now to to do that we got the two women's matches. We've got the two women's matches since uh, uh, on on Collision in recent weeks. They're doing good with Dynamite, getting women featured. They're doing some like B stories on on Rampage. I, I'm not a the, the Ruby Soraya stuff isn't for me, but at least they're on TV. At least they're getting featured. At least leading to matches. Like we're gonna have Soraya and Ruby against uh, Willow and Stat. So like. They're doing a whole lot better with that than than they've done. It's just continue it. That's it. Just continue it. And I think having a, a cornerstone this is not the this is not a knock, 
on the the previous women because I think they've had cornerstones in the past. But I think everyone knows Mercedes is a different level. Here's a litmus test. Because Battle of the Boards is not considered an important show, why not see if an all-women's Battle of the Boards would do anything different? I like calling it boards because they haven't put any. Let's say they cut fine. Battle of the belts. We'll we'll give it some some traction. They do an all women's version. They put the T, the TBS title up there. They put the AW Women's Championship up there. You take an outside women's championship. The ring the Ring of Honor Women's Championship is something you could bring up for Athena. I'm not saying championships have to change hand because normally Battle of the Belts doesn't have that, but you give us very competitive title matches across the women's division in AW, and maybe one from an outside partner uh could be cmll wouldn't be triple a because they are floundering uh but regardless you bring in a fourth match and you have a women's battle of the belts uh night and that would be because battle of the belts has not been seen as like this huge event you kind of give it something and you give it the opportunity to be something different we have a we have a guest appearance as we typically do hello sean Sean. what's up Oh, you know, just just talking about women's women's wrestling and and how much we love the the city of Baston. Hey, what's this big dumb bitch doing in your chat? This guy's an asshole. <laughs> uh, we also got a super chat. From just to be frank, <laughs> great, great. I'm glad you're spending your money, but uh, you're an asshole. I just want to say that publicly, <laughs> right here. That guy's an asshole. Uh, but I'll tell you who isn't an asshole. My good friends at. Uh, grounded all day cafe because look at this my friends look at this oh that salmon stack it's beautiful it's wonderful woke up at the crack of 10 just to get it i hate you so much (laughs) seven o'clock it's insane oh look who's back he's been he's been freed oh yeah no he was he was never unfreed he was never incarcerated (laughs) What happened? I don't know. I think he just didn't. You got you got to reset your router, King Potato, and we got it back. <laughs> oh my gosh! So um, TD Garden posted something interesting. I'm sure you guys have talked about it. Yeah, we were in the the middle of it. Yeah. So let's see here. Let's see here. Um, I feel like I, I reported a lot of information that was uh, that was. Oh, oh, hold on. And I'll address this little dipshit right here. Sean blocked me on Twitter for pointing out that Matt Riddle is a sexual assaulter and I'm the asshole. No, here's what we're going to do. We're going to type in your little Twitter handle and my name. And oh, look what comes up. Dozens of tweets, derogatory tweets about me. But this show isn't about that. And it's not about Matt Riddle. It's about how right I was about something else. (laughs) The Mercedes showed up in the rumble. Yes. Number 32. (laughs) She debuted in Newark and uh, Daly's Place and all that, too. She she did all those things. Can't forget Bozer City, Louisiana. (laughs) She's going to be in Phoenix tonight. She's going to leave a footprint. It is in Phoenix tonight, isn't it? Okay. Okay. Is this our first show in Phoenix? Or no, I don't, uh, I don't think it's I don't no, no, no. It may no, be no. the first one at the Footprint Center, but uh, I don't, I don't think. It's, but I, don't I mean, yeah, like the, obviously, AEW can't do much about that. But uh, <laughs> wish there would have been a little more synergy there. I'm sure uh, within the companies, but 
we're going to have it. We're working on nailing down a lot of the details. There's a lot, a lot more being loose lipped today, obviously. And uh, during AEW, we should have some significant uh, information. Uh, we're also going to have a lot more information uh, around list goes on as well. Uh, by the way, Corey Brennan's been killing it with the NXT news. That guy is, is doing great. I'm so happy about that. But um, yeah. Yeah. We're probably going to bring him on at one point to talk about all that stuff. He's Irish. Hmm. Oh, never mind. <laughs> okay, fine. We're just not going to do it that. He also did. A, he, he's got an interview coming out, doesn't he? Uh, one dropped yesterday. Yes, he's got more coming. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Jay from OTT. Yep. And he's got a bunch more coming, though. He's interviewing all the Irish talent. Yeah, he's, he's doing great. Uh, someone, in the, someone on Twitter is like, bossier city they should have done it that's uh, that's what i thought it was called i man i ain't never been there i had never heard of that place how the hell am i supposed to know what that is well it's it's, it's the city of bosses or i guess bossier bosses if, I, I don't know i've never been to louisiana either have i i've never been to louisiana next time next what year. do you all think they call it what do i think they call the show your city isn't it yeah it's bozier city oh <laughs> the tv bank show yeah or TD Garden Show, you piece sure. of shit. Don't say TD Bank. I don't know. I'm, I, it's Toronto Dominion Bank, and I'm in it's Toronto. Copyright, right there. Yeah, let them have it. Uh, they they'll call it the uh, the the money clip. <laughs> and really, Lost and then it's Okada, and then and it's then Okada. Okada. Big business, Maybe big business, like yeah. big business. Uh, they'll call it AEW's money extravaganza. That I don't like that. No, I'm trying to think of the worst possible names here. They can call it Monet in the bank. And then the swerve is they actually just got a little scrappy to perform there. Ah, oh, that'd be great though. Money in the bank. Show it what you drank. Remember when they put that on a SmackDown game and it's like, well, that just makes sense. <laughs> Good song. Little scrappy rules. Love he it. He does rule. Yeah. I hope they call, I hope they take a shot at Jason Tatum and his fraud legacy. This I'll take that. It's like an actual oh, champion is going to show up instead of these fraud Boston Celtics. You got to watch for 41 games. The That's fraud. Yeah. Boston Celtics. Celtics. Fraud. Yeah. Frauds. Hmm. I mean, I feel bad for whoever gets the cross promotion for the, uh, Saturday collision that week, because that's, that's St. Patrick's day slam, isn't it? That's usually St. Patrick's Day oh, Slim because yeah. the, the 17th is a Sunday this year. Maybe not anymore. They're going to call it St. Monet's Day? That's not. That's okay. Mm. That's okay. I'm not mm. fully disappointed in that, Joel. Call it Monet Ball? I don't know about Monet Ball. I don't, I don't know about that. Because like, that, that's usually like... You're not spending a lot to build like a roster. I don't know how much she got. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee they spent good money on, <laughs> they, gotta on go, they gotta go. Here comes the money just to really screw with people. I mean, I don't know. I heard from people on Twitter that AEW couldn't afford these people. Well, they're, they're true. This was a sweetheart deal that they got. Yes, is- I'm sure. <laughs> Could you imagine? You know, guys, I really want to wrestle an AEW, so I'm going to take a big discount. Yeah. 
I bet Mercedes said that. <laughs> big, big, fan. big fan, Tony. Big fan. Can I wrestle? Yeah. <laughs> I loved how you booked the women's division for years. So I've got to be a part of that. Let me take less money. Mercedes Damn. coming in for the hot dog and the handshake deal. Just uh, we're we're good here. Just give me a cut. He's of actually, the game. not even paying her. He's making donations to Nami. Like she took my lead. <laughs> She's paying for herself just based yeah. on the the energy drink she's selling. No, oh can't God. can't sell that in AEW. Uh, we got to get through the mushroom drink first. Yeah, yeah. Just paying for herself. Be fine. Mm. All these people are getting getting big money deals. This is the long game. This is the long game WWE's playing. Tony's going to bankrupt himself uh, by paying all these deals, and then AEW's going to go out of business. That's the that's the WWE long game. That's what they said, wasn't it? <laughs> when WWE released all that talent, yeah, they're just AEW is going to sign everybody to big deals, and then AEWs won't exist. They're going to run out of money. The Chad Khan billionaire is going to run out of money. WWE the last year or so has probably been as good as it's been in quite a while, but yeah. It's going to be an exciting uh, post-Dynamite show for y'all. It will be. Kate's actually hosting, but I'm going to join at the top of it um, to gloat but and to give you guys some exclusive news. So tune in at 3 p.m. Eastern for The Hump, except for Sajizzle. He's a big, stupid bitch. Wow. Okay, then. Thank you. Thank you for that. Bye, Sean. <laughs> uh, super chat from Sajizzle. <laughs> Mercedes' ability to bring out the absolute best in her opponents, even in a loss, is a game changer. Well, if she continues to lose and they give her the graphic, then we'll just be on par with every other conversation we've had. She's going to get a graphic without even <laughs> having a match, Joel. That's, right. That's true. She she lost her last match, too, to Willow. A giant loser. Did, couldn't even loser. win that title. This why, is she getting this, why is she getting any type of graphic? They should bring her out said it like a Canadian, bring her out and have her have her lose to somebody ceremonious, just a, just a ceremonial loss so that Tony Khan could be like Mercedes Monet and it's the graphic and then that's it. Big old lose. She's coming off of a loss. She hasn't wrestled in since May, right? May or June, one of the two. She's why, why is she getting signed? Big old loser. Oh, I think this- she's lost. I think she's lost two of her last three. This is the thing. It's only low card. Only low card. Get loser graphics. It's true. Jeff knows. Jeff gets it. People telling me not to start this again. No, no. We've gotten it out of our system. I slept like a baby that night, by the way. So thank you for encouraging that. We're never doing it again. Big old loser lost two of her last three matches. Shouldn't even been signed. Well, no, this, this makes it perfect for her. Just as fraudulent as Jason Tatum. Somebody was mad at me about taking shots at Boston Celtics. I'm going to keep doing it. Jason Tatum and Mercedes Monet. What's the difference between them, Joel? Do you know? Losses? One makes a lot more money. Right. Congratulations. They're both frauds. Ah, They're both giant old frauds. Get all Boston mad at me. Boston. The mean streets of Boston. Well, they were. Oh, no, that's Philadelphia, the Broad Street Bullies. Well, then I guess you're right. What's Boston ever do? They beat the Leafs that one time, and I cackled like a little girl when I watched it. <laughs> the Bruins had the best record of all time last year. How far they get in the playoffs? They got beat in the second round. 
now they lost in the first round. They blew a three-one lead. Good for them. That's that's karma. Yeah. Maybe maybe second round. They lost to the Panthers. I'm pretty sure it's first round though. Didn't they, they beat did the Leafs again? I don't know. They always beat the Leafs. That's what. No, the Leafs made it past the the first round last oh. year. That was the big thing. But then they lost in the second round. Okay. One title in 35 years. You know how you know how much Boston sucks. The Boston Celtics suck. You know how bad the Celtics are. Doc Rivers. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this is what sports talk radio sounds like. Great, we can make more money. I don't even have to watch the product. I can just talk shit about sports. This is how uh, SP3 and I sound on Tuesdays, just talking about basketball. Y'all should be watching that, not us. Yeah, yelling at each other the entire time. Oh, I thought you were going to carry out your, your comment there about uh, bad Boston sports. Ah, just the Celtics are frauds. What's true? Jason Tatum, dollar store Kobe. That's insulting to Kobe, honestly. Yep. Homeless man's Kobe. Wow. You know, it's completely fraudulent. Wow. That's all. Anyway, so uh, there you go, Mercedes. <laughs> I, I want I to feel bad given the circumstances about the TD garden thing, but at the same time, it's just going to get more people, you know, looking at dynamite tonight and looking for the announcement. I don't think the announcement itself was going to get people in the door as much as other, really the show itself is pretty stacked tonight. So we'll be talking about that. It's Uh, a great show tonight. I mean, I'll do my plug later on, but it is a really fun show tonight. They stacked it up to a point where like, I'm, I'm interested in almost everything. There are certain things where I'm just like, all right, we're just doing this matches for match sake stuff. But like, no, there's some stuff there. There's at least two matches with proper stakes involved where you're wondering how it goes. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's get a super chat here. Ali Khan said, I would absolutely love a women's continental classic when Brit and Jamie returned. Kind of bummed that Tony announcements kind of got ruined. Well, like I said, I don't think it got ruined. I think it more, I think it got enhanced a little bit because it just kind of builds the anticipation. I think for most people they were kind of anticipating this yeah i think the people who are already online and are going to see this probably already anticipated this so i don't know how much it got ruined and then after that the people who aren't online aren't going to see this anyway and they were going to tune in for the announcement and hopefully for just the the show overall so i don't think really anything got ruined honestly i i if anything, it probably helps because it confirms things a little bit more. And I think that's probably a good thing. I do hope Tony gets online and is like mad about it, though. <laughs> I want him to tweet through it. Do do some curb your enthusiasm reference. I don't know. Take his phone, please. The wire. Do a wire reference. Wire. He did that last time and I, and I popped for that one. But yeah, he needs he needs the Who's he gonna attack? Who's he's gonna attack the venue that they're going yeah, to? Yeah. Could you imagine if he goes out and just all of a sudden it's just like, well, TD Garden is no longer hosting AEW Dynamite and Rampage. <laughs> you can look forward to watching us at the Aganis Center once again, where three thousand people fit in the building. TD, he should, uh, he he should say TD Garden broke their NDA, and then. Oh no no we can't do that. <laughs> Oh, I was, uh, yeah, that was poor taste. No, I know, I know. It's easy to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Tony goes after, you know what? That would be a huge baby face move. Tony going after Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster Go for it. He'll be like, no, you can't get your tickets on tickets. It's only on access tickets. And people will be like, it's not better, but I guess it's better than Ticketmaster. You can only get your tickets by going on (laughs) betonline.ag. 
Oh man. <laughs> uh, they, and also, uh, Ali had mentioned the uh, women's continental classic and that's something that you and I kind of talked about as potentially being a thing somewhere down the line, not necessarily right after the men's continental classic. Don't do it for a continental crown. You would do a big tournament that is involving the women's champion and gets and, and the winner is the women's champion. What did you think of that? Say that again. You do you do a continental classic for women, but instead of it being for multiple women's championships across brands like they're doing with the continental classic, just make it the women's championship. But you do the same format as what the continental classic was for the men. Now we need more titles, man. Stop. We gotta, it. we gotta have more titles. We gotta put the New Japan Strong Women's title on there, the ROH Women's title, and then create the AEW Women's Continental title. That's the only way to do it properly woof sounds awful uh there's no collision schedule for the 17th because there is a thing that week isn't there i don't know Let's someone had mentioned this there was a reason why it's preempted for someone's all-star game i think isn't the nba all-star? oh the nba all-star game yeah that makes sense yeah so it's preempted. that's why there's no collision that week uh just someone on twitter mentioned that so i'm putting it out there for for the twitter watcher out there they should uh, have they they should get like they should have the AEW people in Indy, I think that's all star games in Indiana. Have it in Indiana, have some AW people in Indiana for that. Uh, you know, we saw Soraya suplex the, the Suns mascot last night. That was the thing that happened. Yeah. So let's have let's have AEW in the skills competition. I bet a lot of them are all they're all better than Jason Tatum. Please never drop this bit. <laughs> uh yeah, they have a hook. Jason Tatum. Yep. He goes up to Hook. He's like, "Hey, what do you what do you think of my my skills? Do you think the Boston Celtics are going to win the title? Do you think I can lead the Boston Celtics to the NBA championship this year?" And Hook, he's eating his pizza or his chips or whatever he's he's eating, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And then Jason Tatum goes cries. There you go. He's a fraud. 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 That's right. Fraud. Fraud. Anyway. Uh, yeah. It's a, a continental classic for the women. An actual, an actual continental classic, not for a multiple championships. I would be fine with that. It's not like Eddie's gone back to Ring of Honor to defend that title. Uh, no, Eddie hasn't been on Ring of Honor TV at all, has he? I think he's done it once since winning, but other than that, it hasn't happened. He's had proving ground matches on AEW Collision. And, you know, and then people get jobs off of beating, off of losing to him. What? So why can't I get a job based on that? What's what, what's wrong with me? Based off of losing? I got I got to stop That's winning, Jeremy. I win how team. you got this job. <laughs> Tell me about it. I failed my way up. Uh, Speedpunk said a super chat. You can also send a super chat over here on the channel. Cardona and EC3 used light tubes on the NWA on the CW premiere. It was a cool match. They did a black and white thing like Raging Bull. I'm assuming they just replayed the last pay-per-view match. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, is something because... There was no buzz coming out of that pay-per-view. I couldn't find because it didn't air live. And it was the same night as like some other stuff as well. But like I couldn't find results. I couldn't find anybody talking about it. For all we had known, Matt Cardona was the new world champion, and no one knew. 
because there was no buzz about it at all. But, you know, they're on the CW app. Good for them. Hooray. <laughs> it's really, yeah, they're on the, and they, they've been on the CW app for a little while. I guess now they're starting to. Well, now the shows are like new. They've been on the yeah. app, like shows from like two months ago were on there. Now it's first run shows are on there. What if they actually end up just doing a blood and guts are back at TD garden and that's all that it is. Oh, well, we did a blood and guts match this year. Uh, probably Jericho and friends versus. Oh, fuck that. Fuck family. You think I'm kidding, but it's probably that. No. If the young bucks get a few more friends and they all go heel, they can take on a group of people. Mm. Edge Christian. It could be the patriarchy plus one versus, I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing has been cleanly said, but it really does feel like is someone saying BCC versus CMLL. I wouldn't do that. Blood and guts. I think he put that in arena Mexico at a fantastic, a fantastic Amenia. That's a good show. Planet mm. Jared versus CMLL. <laughs> Planet Jared. Are they wrestling again? Are they ever going to wrestle? They're just like doing a bunch of like skits and talking about like, I'm the quarterback and i call the plays and then nothing comes of it yeah no that's pretty much what happens with the most things he does i like jeff charity should be wrestling he should be winning some of these titles honestly yeah okay have him wrestle the uh, have him win the continental classic there's a lot of titles why shouldn't he win some it's true he should go back to tna do a do a stint there beat moose do the whole thing i'd be fine with that Okay, good stuff. Yeah, someone say undisputed elite versus the Bullet Club goal. That's the other thing too. Like MJF with a group of people versus the uh, the undisputed kingdom. MJF has not resigned. Let's not put that out there. He's I, still a free agent. Uh, I haven't said that he's resigned. I just said a returning MJF. Okay. Well, we don't want to you know spoil too much here about MJF. He's he's not under contract right now. We can't talk about that. Well, no when when Tony Khan has a big announcement. And it's at the arena in Long Island that's currently UBS Arena on Long Island. We can make the assumption that it will be the return of MJF signing a long-term deal on the back of Tony Khan. Is he going to lose? He's coming off a loss. He's got to win. So, no, he's coming off a loss. It's perfect. He signs the contract and says, I'm back, baby. And I'm coming after your AEW World Championship. Why would you why would you sign the guy who just lost the title? It's very possible his best days are behind him. The championship window is very short, Joel. And so he just lost the title. It doesn't feel like you should invest much money in trying to resign him, honestly. Yeah, well, you know, maybe he'll work on a sweetheart deal because he really likes Tony Khan. But I don't think AEW should resign him. Oh, well now he's got to go to AEW. Now, where's he going to go? NWA? Why can't he go to WWE? Yeah. It's fine. Could easily go to WWE. He could. Do they Can want him because he's a big old loser, though? Yeah, they got they took Cody off of a loss. That's true. They did drop the title. Went off the new. Uh, went off to the new market. Yeah, Jade lost. Oh, go to MLW. Go back to MLW. Win the title. Yeah. Yeah. Did Satoshi Kojima could win twice, and so could MJF. Could go to and MLW. Take the title off Kojima. Do it, Max. Bobby MJF. Fish is going to MLW. Oh, big, big, big deal that is. I love so it. So excited for old big dick Bob Fish to get in there and, and just swing it around in the major leagues like he deserves. Maxwell Jacob something would be great. 
him and Jake something should be in a tag team in TNA. Brothers. <laughs> I would love to see that. And they're better than you. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. This, <laughs> this show has gone off the rails uh, as it always does. We'll go back to dynamite in a little bit because uh, that's a big show tonight. When there's plenty to talk about Ziggy Ham is going to join us at 1130 this morning. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, she's the current and inaugural enjoy wrestling tag team champion along with her partner, Derek Dillinger tag team partner, Derek Dillinger. So we'll talk about that. Uh, big hardcore wrestling person, Ziggy Haim. Fellow Jew, let's go. I'm looking let's forward talk. to the conversation. Yeah, me too. It was, it was a good chat. Uh, let's uh, let's pivot back. Let's talk about Cody Rock and Roman. This is a weird timeline. It is the weirdest timeline. It is the strangest timeline that's ever existed. Jeremy Lambert, why did Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble? <laughs> what is going to happen on Thursday <sighs> in terms of the story of Rock, Roman, and Cody Rhodes? And Seth Rollins is out here now saying... Rock, welcome back, but we don't need you. What are we doing here? I think that I think that Cody on Thursday should just step aside properly and just say, I don't want to ruin WrestleMania. We were all grateful that The Rock came back. He's a big star, not only in wrestling, but in entertainment and sports. This is his moment. Please cheer. Please clap for The Rock. I'm stepping aside from WrestleMania and I'm going on a sabbatical. And we just don't see Cody for a while. Maybe he does this thing bit where he's just in the rafters for a year. Could you imagine if they put him up in the rafters for a year and then WrestleMania 41, we get uh, Crow Cody against Roman. The Romans held the title for another year. In, the, in, this, in a few years, when he joins the Wolfpack, he's he's wearing black, red, and white, and blue. It can't be up there with Pharaoh because Pharaoh doesn't deserve that. But you get like a CGI Pharaoh up there with him. So Do they, is, is Pharaoh painted black? Nah, well, it's CGI Pharaoh, so oh, okay. maybe you can do something like that. But you know, we get Crow Cody. I feel like they're missing the boat with Crow Cody. Crody is what people in the chat are calling him, and I think that's delicious. <laughs> uh, but we we talked about this already. We we listen. We you we're just gonna skip the WrestleMania part where he loses. He's just gonna go home. He's just gonna. Yeah, go I mean that's the home. better idea. Just doing the uh, jobless Cody out there and and trying to figure out life without wrestling until Brandy comes out and whips him into shape. Wow. Who told you it was anyway? Uh, Ali Khan sent a super chat saying, How will they get around Cody saying not at WrestleMania 40? B- pretty much how they do it every other time, and that's just ignore that he said it and just move along, just kind of head down, tweet through it. They did it, they cut it out of one of the cuts on, on WWE's YouTube, didn't they? Pretty sure they did. Um, they I don't know if they, they cut around it, they changed like the title of one to take out the Rocky Sucks on one of the titles, but he does, so that helps. Uh, yeah, how do you get around the WrestleMania 40 thing? You have someone like The Rock. If, assuming let, 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 we don't know what's going to happen, if somehow they get back to it, then it's going to have to be The Rock saying, You said you didn't want to do WrestleMania 40. Well, guess what? You're doing a WrestleMania 40 because it can no longer be me. It has to be you. Undeniable. You are now undeniable, Cody Rhodes. And they, that's how they get around it. Something as silly and easy as that. Not The Rock's wrestling, though. It like, feels that way. I mean, don't get me wrong. It feels that way. 
the rocks the rocks wrestling uh, he's not coming back here to not wrestle he's not doing all this to not wrestle i think a triple threat match is stupid because you're undercutting your own you're you're undercutting two big stories there by the do a triple threat match. The easiest solution is Roman wrestles two nights. And I know people don't think that's going to happen because Roman barely wrestles, you know, once a month. How's he going to wrestle back to backs? But that's the easiest solution. And I, hopefully Roman understands that, but I don't know if he will. But regardless, like you're still burning two big matches and back to back nights when you could have spaced them out better. It's just poor, poor planning, poor ego driven decisions. A lot of poor decisions that went into this. It's from a storytelling perspective. Absolutely. What's very frustrating is that from a conversational and from a PR perspective, it did exactly what it went out to accomplish. It did. Whether it was, whether it was supposed to happen or not, it's been effective. The conversations, at least in in the larger media, have become rock returns. People don't like it. Not huge, you know, sweeping federal investigation, Vince McMahon, WWE, John Laurinaitis. The, the conversation has changed for now. That doesn't mean it's going to change forever. But after having several weeks of being looked at in a very negative light, rightfully so, they have changed the conversation to, oh, look at us. Look at our storylines. Uh, and that was effective for WWE. But the storytelling still sucks behind it. And it's what has to be, you know, dealt with next. They got a. There's a lot of different timelines on this, right? According to, I believe, Dave, they knew that they had the rock match um, locked in before Cody won the Rumble. So if that's the case, why did Cody win the Rumble and make the point, make the challenge, and then give the speech he gave at the Rumble, like in the press conference, saying he's the guy and everything? If this was always the plan, it's... They've muddied things up to to their own fault, And now they've got to pivot out of it, whether this was always the plan or whether I don't think this is the plan, by the way, I don't think they were like, we're going to create this super intriguing triple threat match. Cause I think that they, if, if so, they did it in a very stupid way. I also think despite what Dave says, rock definitely cares if he's getting cheered or booed. That man did not come back to get booed. Right. He he cares way too much about his public image to to get booed by the millions and the millions that he has always spoken highly of and who he believes had just worships him. There's something even more amazing to all this. At the center of the story, once again, is CM Punk. Because if this was the plan allegedly as of January 1st and Cody still was going to win the Royal Rumble CM Punk was still going to face Seth Rollins what was Cody going to do what was Cody's plan what was Cody's story if he had won the Rumble 
and we had one match already set with, with one title match already set. Cody wasn't going to go after Gunter. He wasn't going to go after Logan Paul. He was going to go after Roman. So what? This is why I say CM Punk was at the middle of this because the, we were always going to get to Punk Rollins because it felt like Punk was going to go to Elimination Chamber where he was advertised to be there, probably do the match, the Elimination Chamber match, win the chamber, go up against Seth Rollins. And again, this is me assuming that part. But originally on the card was supposed to be Punk and Rollins. So where was Cody supposed to be having winning the Royal Rumble on this plan, on this timeline? This is why the timeline just doesn't fully add up yes. to me. A, a, I, I know maybe maybe it was Sean, um, but it seemed like there was not many people who knew of what was going on and from the WWE side. Maybe Ari Emanuel and Mark Shapiro knew what was going on, but from the WWE side, doesn't seem like it. Uh, with the rock coming in. Senior nerd says Cody and drew perhaps for what? I mean, that's why it's like wrestling news co who after Monday was like, what if the WrestleMania presser happens and then out comes Okada and he challenges Cody. And I say to what exactly? Because Cody won the Royal rumble. He's supposed to have the match and WrestleMania for the title that he picks. Well, what have we established that? Winning the Royal Rumble gets you a shot at WrestleMania that year. Can yes, it not be? Because it's an annual event, much like Money in the Bank. It lasts for a calendar year. Yeah. It's if something only goes if, if something is an annual event, it goes for a calendar year. That's the way it goes. Every year it resets. Every year, just like the rankings. Every year I think I think people make that assumption, but we've never like fully checked into this. Right, we've just assumed. Oh, you win the Rumble, you get a shot at WrestleMania this year. Nobody's tried. This is where Cody should break the mold. Nobody's tried to say, "Oh, I won the Royal Rumble this year, but I want my WrestleMania main event at WrestleMania 41." You know why? Why doesn't he try that? Nobody's tried it. Be a be a groundbreaker. Are you trying to say that someone on Thursday should ask that question? Yeah, Cody. By winning the 2023 Royal Rumble, do you think you should headline WrestleMania in 2024? No one's tried it, Joel. All I'm asking is for maybe try new things out there. Break from tradition. I'm receiving messages from the ITW anonymous general, anonymous general manager, easy for me to say, saying, quote, Jeremy's getting into the laws and bylines fine print on the contract. I think Triple H read this. (laughs) He has been briefed. All I'm saying, I'm sorry for preventing new ideas. All right? I'm sorry. Why wouldn't why wouldn't someone attempt this? Why? Oh, here we go. (laughs) This is it. Rock and Roman for the BMF title. Let's go. Connor just sitting there waiting for his shots. Has that anyway. So people are saying, oh, what happens? to the Royal Rumble winner next year. Well, they, they get 43 and no, they are allowed to if No, they are allowed to there's two championships. They can go into another champion. They can challenge the other champion or they can say I want this champion too and it becomes a triple threat match. They they can still pick the uh that year for the Rumble if they would like to or maybe if they actually have a young person win the Royal Rumble 
like I don't know who's young in that company. Everyone's like LA Knight is super young, right? Hello, fellow okay. kids. All right. So maybe if they have a young person win the win the Royal Rumble, they're like, you know what? I'm only 22. Braun Breaker. I, how old's Braun Breaker? 26, seven. Okay. He's actually pretty young, legitimately. All right. So maybe if Braun Breaker wins, he's like, oh, I'm 26. He's 26. All right. I'm maybe I'm not ready, but you know what? A decade from now, I'll be ready. And then Braun Breaker, when he's 36, comes in, rolls into WrestleMania 50, and is like, WrestleMania 50, Braun Breaker, by winning the 2024 Royal Rumble, he's getting his shot in 2034, whatever the math is there. Why not? When does Nicholas No get one has tried this! <laughs> when, does, when does Nicholas get his rematch for the tag titles? He deserves that too, man. He never lost. That's true. He lost. I, I'm just saying people should attempt. People should try out new ideas. People should should just go for it. You know, just go for it. Let's uh, let's let's just get a couple super chats here. Shy Town Spurs saying, "What if Orton steals Pharaoh to set up a feud for WrestleMania?" Listen, man, there have been worse feuds over WrestleMania. Remember, uh, remember Edge versus Booker T for the the shampoo. Yeah, that was a great feud. It's true. That's my kind of wrestling. Do you put the dog in a cage and you suspend it? No, that's kind Uh, of... Pharaoh, man. Pharaoh's already been through a lot with the the fireworks and stuff. We need to protect Pharaoh, okay? I do agree with that. Yeah, we can't have have him, like, being stolen or anything. We can't do this. This is great. ITW General Managers uh, just said... This means there will be some rumbles where everyone catches in their IOUs at the same time. Yeah. The whole match ends up being another rumble. Thirty people holding onto their shots. That'd be great. Rumbleception. Do you imagine if like Braun Breaker wins, but then like he doesn't cash in his rumble ticket, goes to like AEW and stuff, and does a bunch of stuff, goes to MLW and NWA, wins all, and then he comes back when he's like 45 and then he's like, Hey, remember two decades ago, I won the Royal rumble. Now I'm back. And I want my shot at the WWE undisputed universal galaxy brained world, heavyweight intercontinental championship. I want my shot at that title. I want to finish my story that my, my father and my uh, uncle could not finish. And all the people are like, long-term storytelling, long-term story. Like, they're all freaking out. Like, this is cinema. Look at the long-term story they told with that. And Roman Reigns is like, no. Just decides he's not going to defend the title. Yeah, he's just like, never happening. Uh, Shaitan's friend said to Super Chat saying, if not for Jack Perry, none of this happens. Who is a bigger influence in pro wrestling right now? That's true. The scapegoat does have a claim to fame. He should be a WWE Hall of Famer this year. Gabe Kidd called him a twat. <laughs> That's one of my favorite words. Word. It's such a good word. Just twat. It's just it's it's offensively inoffensive. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Gabe Kidd. Thank you for using that. <laughs> you think they just sit around the locker room and be like, what kind of words can you say that you can get away with, but you don't normally get away with? And so just Mikey Nichols, just a twat. Just didn't he like no anticipate, just, just said it, didn't even wait. And Gabe Kid's like, Twat, that's the word. <laughs> Our pal Drew Nicholas, who uh, moderates over on 
the Dynamite Post shows. It says Money in the Bank briefcase was changed to any title. So why can't the Rumble win- winner choose a WrestleMania? No, he can't choose any WrestleMania. Why? Because there's two titles for the Rumble winner to pick from, much like the Money in the Bank briefcase. Is this in the fine print? There's three titles for the Rumble winner to pick from. Uh, yes, that's true. Thank you, Charlotte, for setting that precedent. Is Has anybody checked the fine print of the Rumble contract? Does it say you get a shot at this year's WrestleMania or does it just say at WrestleMania? It's at WrestleMania, but it's stop. not specified. What year not so, specified? Stop. What number just at WrestleMania WrestleMania is every year could be any WrestleMania WrestleMania real glass. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying people should look at this and check the contract and check the fine print of the Rumble contract. Maybe Pile Driver Finishers got it right. Maybe we can go back in time and we can rewrite, much like WWE 2K24, 40 years of WrestleMania. We can rewrite the history of WrestleMania and we can insert Cody Rhodes into WrestleMania 12 between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. And make that an Iron Man triple threat match. Why not? We're that capable of these things. Awful. Have they done an Iron Man triple threat? I don't think so. They did the, that wacky little thing with uh, Stevie Richards, Kurt Angle, and Chris Jericho. Where like there was the two titles. And, yeah, yeah, the two uh, out of three. Yeah, yeah, that's two out yeah, of three yeah. calls though. That's different. Right. Took me a minute to remember Stevie Richards was in that match. <laughs> All I'm saying is people should create not their own narrative, but you know, people should. Yeah. Yeah. I like creating narratives instead of controlling narratives. Cause controlling like controlling is like fine. But like, if you create it, that shows real thinking. Controlling still means someone else did it for you. You're just kind of, you know, trying to, to make it your own. Creating shows real genius. Create your narrative people don't control it i mean you can create it and then control it creative control that's always the best but create your own narrative cody should create his own narrative and challenge for the title at wrestlemania 41 or 42 or 43 whatever he would like to it's his rumble it's his narrative uh i made a mistake drew drew does the moderating for the collision post show but uh, if luis ever wants to give up the uh the the dynamite post show and he can do that too. A couple more super chats, and then Ziggy Ham's going to join us about five minutes from now. Daniel Rothenberg asked, "Is Triple H good at creative, or is he just way better than Vince is?" I guess he has not had the easiest situation. Well, if SP3 was hosting today, he would give you a thirty-five and a half minute diatribe as to why Triple H is not good at creative. I'm not going to give you thirty-five minutes, but I'm going to say that compared to what it was two years ago, low bar, he lifted it. That's good for now. Could it be better? Absolutely. I think having wrestlers involved in the building of their characters and potentially stories can be a positive thing. And that when a wrestler gets input into the character, they get to buy in a little bit more rather than just being fitted for a role that they're playing at the whim of one person's creative vision. Triple H does some good things and he does some bad things. Just every, that's every wrestling booker, creative person in the world. Tony Khan does good things. He does bad things. No one is a perfect booker and, and does everything 
great. There's no denying that Triple H has, with the stuff he has done, has helped boost the business. Like that, that's certainly the, the metrics are all there for that. There's some stuff that I like that he does. There's some stuff that I don't like. I think he can improve on. That's every single booker. Like no one is perfect on this stuff. Pobody's perfect. That is the takeaway. Will Chisholm sent a super chat saying, just give double J the ROH TV title. It would be better than they, than the TV champion having to lose to Jericho. Oh, poor Kyle, yeah, Kyle Fletcher. Yeah. He lost. That's unfortunate, man. Prayers up for Takeshka tonight. Gotta Match win. didn't matter in Japan, so now it's uh, now it's real, which means gotta now win. he's really going to lose. <laughs> nah, he's got uh, Sammy Guevara is like going to interfere, and Hobbs is going to interfere. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried for Takeshka. Oh man, that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing happening tonight. Takeshka and Jericho. We we oh, that's going to be a tough one. It's if Jericho tough. wins, that means it's six more weeks of winter. That's how it works, right? Is that, is that how it works? Oh, man. It's uh, fingers crossed, guys. Fingers Our last crossed. super chat until Ziggy joined us in a few minutes from super, from uh, from Throwback. Thank you, Throwback. We're looking forward to, to seeing you again soon. Not a wrestling super chat, he says. Just want to thank you for being here when I need it. Mental health it hasn't been talked about as much as it used to. Uh, mine hasn't been good, but good people that you guys help again. Thank you. Well, thank you for the kind words. Um, we, we do... We do very commonly talk about mental health on this show, very frequently talk about it. Um, I think I had mentioned last month was a was a tough month for me personally. It was just a, a gray, dreary January, and things were not going great. But uh, luckily, we're, we're getting some sunny days here in Toronto. So my, my mood has lifted a little bit. We're still working. We're still building. We're still doing our best. Uh, and mental health is a very important conversation that we like to have. We like to make sure that our audience knows that it's important and that they know that we give a damn about it and uh, that you're always uh, around and we are always around to be part of the conversation. Yeah. I hope, uh, hope things get better. Throwback, uh, take the, the care and the uh, measures you need to take to take care of yourself. That goes for everybody. I got Sean here saying that Takesha is going to win clean. So uh, there goes our mental health for the day. Does Sean know? I mean, good. Takesha should win clean. Does Sean know that I'm going to Revolution and not working? I'm taking that weekend off. No, should, but we're not going to. Instead, we're going to welcome our guests if they're ready. We're going to, they've already given me a thumbs up. So much pink. I love it. So it's a thumbs in the thumbs middle. Thumbs to the side. <laughs> thumbs to the side. Thumbs in the middle. <laughs> Give me a thumbs up. Uh, the current and inaugural Enjoy Wrestling Tag Team Champion. Very much looking forward to this conversation. The one, the only, Ziggy Haim joins us now. Good morning. Hi. I couldn't, I didn't know. I was like, is the thumbs up in the chat? Do I thumbs up the chat <laughs> physically? That's a good point. There? You know, that's a very good what? point. I, because I, I guess I am kind of like technology inept at this point in my life. And I was like, I've never used this platform before. Do I, where do I do it? It's easy. I, and you, I feel you, so yeah. old, but now, now that I'm here, it's, it's very self-explanatory. <laughs> it's fine. You're, you're now wrestling's favorite Bubby. How's that? Oh my God. Yes. Thank you. Let's go. Uh, you know, every time I see your name, I always want to say Ziggy Chaim. It is Ziggy Chaim. Even like they pronounce it like the guys do it. Right? I, uh, but I, well, I do like people will be like, oh my God, I've been pronouncing it wrong. But also as, uh, sorry if you hear dogs barking, they do that. Um, but, uh, 
as like a lot of things in like Jewish culture and a lot of names in Hebrew can be said and written in different ways. So for me, I'm like, yeah, that kind of like goes with the point. And I think it's kind of cool and kind of makes sense now for me that people do pronounce it different ways. It's kind of a choose your own adventure at this point. I, I like both. This is a larger conversation I look forward to having with you about Jews and wrestling. We're going to do that a little bit later. I love that. Yes. I, uh, I once talked on a podcast, I think like maybe 2019 or 2020 uh, during Hanukkah about a little bit about being uh, Jewish and wrestling with uh, grit and glitter. But I, uh, yeah, I'd love to talk more about it. For sure. Shout out to grit and glitter, by the way, they're fantastic. They're lovely. Uh, they are fantastic people. Uh, yeah, the, the the Jew thing. I, I had started wanting to do a bunch of conversations about that. This was back in September. And then uh, I think most people here know that, you know, the, the world kind of got turned on its head and, and stuff happened. And stuff I'm getting back into it. And Ziggy, you were someone on my list. You kind of connected to me through that. Yeah. And then the world changed. So we're going to do that another time. But for now, we're going to do it. Now, look at that. We're already booking for, for conversations for next time. Let's I love talk that. Let's talk about hardcore wrestling. Let's talk about your your love of ECW because I know it's there. I've seen yes. the photos. Where did this come from? Where did you how did you get into ECW and hardcore wrestling? Um ECW I think was the first real wrestling that I did like get truly invested in. I got into wrestling at uh the point in my life where I was being homeschooled. I didn't do a lot and I came into it a lot different than a lot of people, I think, because I came to it when YouTube was the Wild West and there was no copyright infringement on anything. So I did find ECW a lot later than it had happened. But from going back through the logs and having those few years of just free content on the web, it uh, definitely fueled, fueled my love for it. What were some of the kind of, uh, I guess, standout matches from ECW that, that caught your eye of like, oh, this this looks interesting? Um, I mainly it was I loved Mick Foley and I loved Tommy Dreamer because I loved their promos. Uh, I've always been such a Mick Foley like fan in every asset of Mick Foley. But uh, ECW and uh, Cactus Jack was really big on just like because they make you feel something. It's not, it's more about uh, the story or it was kind of in that time in ECW and like just the emotion that was put into it, how it made you feel. My dogs are going wild, <laughs> but, but um, it was more about the emotion that it made me feel and less about what I was physically watching in the ring, which I think now is a big point of like the differences in pro wrestling and that it's all, good and it's everyone's cup of tea in a different way let's uh let's keep this going because a couple of years ago you defeated bill alfonso in aiw what that was, was what was that like crazy um really wild as um as someone who's loved ecw uh and just being able to have like a little manager uh like storyline with him for a while too, where we just kept like getting in each other's ways was so cool just to just to work with him. Fonzie's man. Did you get a chance to kind of pick his brain about uh, like ECW or just like wrestling uh, philosophies, things like that? What kind of stuff did you learn from him? Um, I just like 
it was just really fun. We uh, just both kind of got to have fun with it. And I got to, I got a lot better at uh, putting things together as just a wrestler and a worker, not so much um, a pro wrestler. I got to uh, put a storyline together that didn't have to do with my in-ring work that led up to a match that was between two people that didn't really wrestle on these cards that often. So it was kind of putting to learning to put together like a spectacle rather than it was really fun. I like doing it. I, I know you, you retweeted it and you said Nick Gage should be the person who faces Mick Foley, but 100%. Mick Foley, one more death match. If it's not Nick Gage, I mean, you throw your, throw your hat in, in the ring there and I, see I, what happened. If, if the options become open, I absolutely will. I absolutely will. How would you combat Mick Foley? Even in on his last legs here and one last death match, I feel like he's still got a, plenty of crazy in him. You know, he's done everything from flaming tables to exploding barbed wire death matches. Like, how, how do you prepare and combat for something like that? Um, I don't think I would because <laughs> I would just be like so enamored by it would definitely be like an I'm sorry I love you moment like I wouldn't be able to just like beat Mick Foley <laughs> would you enlist his uh would you enlist his kids as part of the match too that would be sick actually we could do that we could have some run-ins for sure oh I love it let's get it we'll, we'll have him do the three faces of Foley too oh my god we should have you do the three faces I we could I'll I'll do it quick I'll figure it out we're booking this match already. Mick, I like doing it. the costumes. That's true. Actually, can I bring one up real quick? I, yes. I, I, I deep dive people's Instagrams once in a while and I try yes, to pick yes. something up. Here's the one I got to ask you about. No gods, no melts. Yes. No, let's talk about this real quick. Um, yeah, I, it was from, uh, a, it was someone else had done like a no gods, no melters, uh, uh, merch. It was, that was like, 2017 um so someone had made that and i just uh at that time i was like i made a lot of different back patches for my vests i just had like cut off t-shirts and then would just like paint on them and then pin them to the back of my vest and could change them out so yeah that was that was one of them of course building from the the anarchist mantra the, oh yeah uh, the absolutely masters i love it Go ahead, John. Also, uh, also, I'm a big Bioshock fan, and it—that's yeah. That would do it. The gamer, the gamer comes out. Yes. What are you? What are you playing today? What are you playing these days? Um, I have been uh, thoroughly enamored with watching my boyfriend play uh, Like a Dragon, the new Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. I love the Yakuza games. I love Like a Dragon, and it is so good. It is so much game. It's so much game. It's huge. Uh, wrestling in AIW. I'm, I'm from the the area, the Ohio area, and it's like to me one of the the top independents, not only across uh, certainly in in this this area, but across the U.S. Like they have so many people always coming in and out, and then they have the regulars uh, like, like yourself. But wrestling in AIW and the the camaraderie that I always see at the the shows there. What, what's the overall general feel for for you at AIW? Um, I, I truly love everyone that I've met through AIW. I think that there's so many awesome, 
awesome people on the roster. There's so many talented people on the roster. And I think it's really cool to see a lot of uh, these people that I really love and think are super talented. Hello? Excuse me? Um, I think they agree. <laughs> they're, they're passionate. They're so passionate. And it has nothing to do with the, the just like a singular bird flying outside. Um, but it is really cool because they do have all of these big names uh, come in and I get to see them have opportunities. Oh my gosh. Give me just a second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Somebody rang the doorbell. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Every time we have wrestlers on, there's always, a, there's always an animal. It's great. I have four of them and two oh, really? are psychotic. So I'm just going to close the door and let them do that. <laughs> We had we had Dream Girl Ellie on uh, a few months ago, and I think she yes. has something like an enormous amount of animals in her place. Really, they were yeah. all coming up one by one and just introducing yeah. themselves. It was very strange and very yeah. fun. <laughs> I love that. Yes, that's. Uh, I have four dogs, two cats, and a bearded dragon. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is the wrestlers and pets, man. This is a thing. I know. It's funny. So yeah, sorry, I found out. Uh, I found out Magnum CK has four dogs too. So. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, sorry, you 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 were talking about AIW and the, and the camaraderie. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. I'm so sorry, <laughs> my children disrupted. Um, but it's really cool to see these big names come in and uh, get chances with a lot of these people that I saw have their first matches and that I really have gotten to know and. Uh, love as people and think are really talented and deserve to have shots with uh, bigger, more traveled names. So uh, it's really awesome. I've met a lot of people I really love. Does Josh Bishop hit you with the uh, smelling salts before you go out there? No, but I have seen it. Oh, every single time. I just, he did it to uh, our, our friend boss, Sean Ross Sapp, like before Sean had his match against Shaza. But I've, I've always seen Josh. One, he'll do that. And then, you know, when he does that fist bump with people, he's trying Painful. to like, yeah. Painful. Yeah, he, he doesn't take it easy on people. Mix at, uh, at Absolution last year, him and I both uh, bled uh, way too much. And they ended up selling the... Uh, Matt, the ring mat from that show, and we both signed all of them. So that, that's a some you can get a, a bloody mat specifically signed by Ziggy Hyman, Josh Bishop, if you want. Bishop, we we did an interview with him not too long ago, and he was in his car, and there was blood on the roof of his that's, car. That sounds real. Yeah, that and he's just real. like. Yeah, I had a match and like I tried to like cover it up and it like squirted and it hit the roof. I walked into like a right aid and I just had like a towel on my head and they were just like, Oh, what happened to you? He's like, Oh, just wrestling, need some gauze. And they're like, Oh, okay. Oh, sure. okay. Yeah. Sure. Crazy I man that. that Josh Bishop. Absolute insane man. He's love him so though. Funny. He's he's a great, yeah, great dude. Him. Yes. I love Absolute him. insane person. Don't don't let him hit you with the smelling salts if you if you're if anybody no, is I've advice seen it. I think I'm I'm sure I have been offered it multiple times. <laughs> he's wow. gonna do it as a sneak attack, just like oh you because got a match. He wants you to get he wants you to be hyped as shit before your match. Yes. He wants yeah. you to. <laughs> You're gonna do just do running laps around the arena before you start. Just I can't. I just stand there. <laughs> I go comatose for a few minutes and then I hit the curtain. I truly do. 
Oh man. Yeah. Like with the smell of salt or just in general, when you hit the curtain? No, just in general, just like in general. every, every time I, I just have to stand there and think about my life. Is it, is it like, is it a nervous thing or is it just absolutely? Like a, okay. That's fair. Listen, I get it. But I was working with bands for years before COVID and that was like, yeah, yeah a few minutes before you go out there, you're just like, Oh shit. What am I doing? I just have to shut down in silence for a few minutes and think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to think about it going going through in my head before I act it out, I guess. No, I get it. I do. It's 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 a good calm moment of reflection and fear. But I do understand how people could look at me and be like, what's what's going on here? Like I can't understand how it would come across as you're unexcited. Uh or that's unsettling. <laughs> the unsettling part a little better. Yeah. The the unexcited part. Then they see you go out there and they're just like, oh, oh, I, okay, I get it now. Yeah, just give me a second. I just need a second, truly. Uh, so speaking of characters, there's a character you play, Honey Grease, uh, at Old uh, Wrestling. What yeah. was that like? What's that like doing a, a character that's like entirely different from the one people normally see you as? It's so fun. I love doing Old Wrestling. I think that it's, in a, it's also fun because all of us, are doing something that we don't usually do for the most part. Maybe there will be like one or two people uh, on the shows that are like them. But for the most part, it's a bunch of wrestlers playing these like old timey characters that we're kind of coming up with on the fly. And it's really fun. It's getting to focus on using props and making it more of like an act rather than putting all of your weight in uh the wrestling it's it's just such a fun crowd to be in front of and i think the premise is awesome i think there needs to be more uh there needs to be more like story related wrestling we need to do this more often i think it's so fun uh we we see the barbie shirt we see the barbies in the background Uh, i don't don't know if people would surmise that from your your wrestling persona when you're out in the ring but yeah it's (laughs) I, I, I'm a Barbie collector. I have for like, I don't know, like three years. And uh, yes, I love her. Uh, can't explain. Do, I, I assume we've seen the movie. So do we have a review of the movie? I love the movie. Love the movie. I thought it was so good. Did, did, did you know, Margaret Robbie, I don't even think she got nominated for Best Actress. Very like, sad. Yeah. Very sad. Because she, like, think about the like between like harley quinn barbie i think maybe like a couple others in there these characters that like formed a generation like an entire time frame where like every girl wanted to have this aesthetic and that was her like she did so many of these characters and that's crazy to me do you have a favorite barbie that's in this uh in this shop behind you right now um good question um I I love my astronaut Barbie. She is because I just think the idea of her being in space like this is absolutely psychotic. (laughs) And I think that's so amazing. She also comes with, yeah, this flag and a certificate that just says um, an an official astronaut. (laughs) And that's all you need to go to space. NASA's like we don't need to sign off on this. Is Barbie? Barbie's good. They, they said Barbie has a certificate. She can go to the moon. Yeah, and it. 
there is like an astronaut Barbie that came out later in time when they were more like, okay, we want girls want to think of these as like realistically them, where for a while it was just kind of like everything. But uh, they've done a more like realistic astronaut Barbie, but I love her much more because of the idea of just going to space looking like that. I believe in her. You sure you don't want to like a full spacesuit Barbie? No, no, no. I'm good. This is this is fine. no. I I believe she can do that. I absolutely believe in her. Uh, my my last question to you. This is this is one that's uh, I think about often. Is you know people may not know that at one point you were actually kicked off of Twitter for uh, for something that you said regarding uh, the LGBTQ community, not in a negative way. It was the, it was in support of the community. Yeah. Uh, and I want to talk to you about the importance of finding more allies in the LGBTQ plus community in wrestling Absolutely. and how it's changed over the last few years. Because, you know, once upon a time, wrestling didn't have that sort of representation. Talk to me about its importance and, and also just like how it fits into today's wrestling culture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I started wrestling in 2016 and the culture and what how it is now is worlds different than it was even in just 2016. Uh, it's a lot better. And I think obviously with things improving, there's a lot of downfalls. There's always going to be, but things grow. And when things grow, that just garners more attention in general. But I do think that uh, it is, amazing and feels great as a woman, as a member of the LGBT community, as uh, a Jewish person, to see all of these different, uh, all of these different niches of pro wrestling uh, to show that it's for everyone and that we can do, uh, we can go other places, people can wrestle anywhere, but we can also have these places where it's celebrated. and I think that's amazing. And the fact that uh, it's growing so much and so frequently, like when I started, I was doing roundtable podcasts about how I think intergender wrestling should be allowed. Um, so, and now that's like, in most cases, it's incredibly like not even a thought. And that was always what I wanted was for... Uh, it to just kind of be like, it, we're not looking at it as a gender specific thing. It's just pro wrestling. And I feel like that has grown uh, leaps and bounds from when I started. And now uh, there is so much allyship in uh, a lot of places. Uh, and a lot of times it sucks, but also a lot of times there are a lot of people that uh, that are great. And I think that it is growing in a, in a good way. And I hope it keeps continuing to grow. I, I fully agree. I, before we let you go, we play a little game here on the show. It's called yes. Partner Promo Punch in the Face. I pick three different people. You're going to pick which one you're going to partner with in the tag team match, which sure. one you're going to have a promo with in the ring one-on-one, and which one you're going to punch in the face in a singles match. Are you ready? Okay. We have sure. to choose is the subject for this one because, of course, Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Marina Shafir, Colt Cabana, QT Marshall, Ziggy Chaim, partner promo punch in the face. Ooh. Um, I think I would want 
to partner with uh, Marina, who is just an absolute badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Um, I would love to do a promo off with Cole Cabana. Um, so I'm sorry, QT, you're going to get punched in the face. I feel like he would welcome the, the opportunity. Yeah, I think that's kind of like his vibe, though. So I think that was that works. I think he just picked it well. I think that was the right way to go. I know. Well, listen. Correct you, answer. <laughs> uh, as we wrap up, please go ahead and plug everything you got going on. Matches, selfies, whatever you want to talk about. Put it out there. Yeah. Um, I did just post a new selfie. No, um, but but I did. But um but um I am everywhere on Instagram and Twitter, which is it's Twitter. Uh uh I can't not. Uh, just at uh, Ziggy Heim, Z-I-G-G-Y-H-A-I-M. And uh, my next show, I will be at VXS in Queens on February 23rd. Uh, on March 9th, I will be at Enjoy. Uh, I do have some fun stuff coming up to uh, keep track of. And uh, my birthday is on February 9th in two days. So you guys can come say happy birthday to me. That's right. Happy, happy early birthday. Yes. Happy early birthday. <laughs> uh, thank, you. thank you. Sorry. Yeah, thank, thank you, you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate it. We'll, yeah. we'll do this again. We'll do the, the, the full on Jew talk next time. I would love to. That would be awesome. One on one. I'm looking forward to it. Ziggy Heim, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Have a thank good day, you. guys. You too. Take care. The one and only Ziggy Heim. That was a very, very fun chat. Jeremy Lambert. Look at you booking yourself for a follow-up interview as well. That was people, fantastic. People know, people know that I'm trying to do the Jews and wrestling stuff. And, you know, Ziggy's on my list along with a bunch of others, including QT Marshall and uh, Goldberg. and Goldberg and MJF. And there are plenty of people that were sent my way. Art Cannon's another one. Uh, listen, I, I've been lucky enough to be connected to a lot of different Jewish wrestlers that I want to have these conversations with. And it's just all about finding time and framing the conversation. So Ziggy was a, a very excellent first step to get there and it's her birthday on friday so we had to bring her on it is we we appreciate ziggy uh coming on those a a late late joel pearl booking good job joel pearl once in a um, while he works yeah uh i guess we'll I'll plug what we potentially have on friday because i've yeah. heard back from them in the <gasps> middle of the show so. oh is it is it a good thing uh yeah yeah it's it's both a good thing and uh we'll plug it now before you know the the fun tony khan uh, uh dynamite run down there's there's a do you want do you want there's an image going around of what they might be calling the show oh the statement yeah, yeah. is that, I don't know is if that that's legit. i know i keep looking around for it it looks if it's a photoshop it's very well done yeah but if it's called the statement i wouldn't hate that as a name for a show like yeah. this just a statement. I, I do like it. I do like it. It's a yeah, very good Photoshop. I will say yeah. that. Uh, St. Patrick's statement. <laughs> Tom's Tom's Customs did a great job. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Do what you were going to do. Um, Potentially Friday. I don't like spoiling stuff. Uh, or Not spoiling stuff. I don't like putting stuff out there and then we get disappointed because it doesn't it, it doesn't happen. It, it, it falls through for one reason. Or another. That's why I, I just don't like advertising, this type of things. Uh, in talks with um, Masha Slamovich, Billy Starks, both on Friday. So uh, we'll keep people updated. But in talks with both of them joining us on Friday to talk about everything going on in their world, which is a lot. 
but also talk about uh, JCW Jacob, which is this weekend. So, um, you know, if you're if you're an independent wrestling fan, the Jacob is is returning this year. A lot of great independent talent on that show. Uh, so hopefully you'll you'll check out the show, and hopefully we will be speaking with Masha and Billy uh, on Friday to talk about that and you know everything else they got going on. They're busy people. They're busy people. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, people saying nice two women's interviews. AEW is doing two women's matches in the show now. So we're doing two women's interviews. No, it's not that. We uh, we had a list of people we wanted. Billy was on that list high up. So was Masha. I haven't spoken to Masha since she won the GCW World Championship, which was last year in March, I think. And she's so, lost it since then. Too. And she has very much lost it since then. Blake Christian has been the champion ever since beating her. So, uh, yeah, that's a good conversation to have. Looking forward to hopefully doing that on Friday. Billy and Masha. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, Jeremy, this is a, a, a strong strong way to end our week as things as things start to go. So, uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk plenty about the press conference and what happens on Thursday Plenty to talk about from Dynamite tonight, I'm sure. Uh, it uh, doesn't stop. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't stop. Uh, Much like the world of MLW. Sadly. <laughs> uh, maybe. Oh, uh, Dynamite tonight is, uh, is, looking, is looking pretty okay, you know? Pretty okay? Yeah, pretty okay. Wow, you're going to get the, the fans mad at you about yeah, pretty okay. No, we've been saying it since the beginning today that we're looking forward to tonight's episode. Uh, there's there's stuff that matters on the show, and that's always important on an episode like this. Getting closer to Revolution, uh, let's let's talk about it, Tony. We ready to break out the big news? This is a good point, though. Oh, here we go. Can you? Th- this is this is next level. I appreciate this. They always do this. Rare Beast always does this. Be able to like pass down your rumble shot if you don't cash in on it. Like Braun should be it. Maybe Cody can pass it to Liberty. Like and then just, at WrestleMania 200. No, not 200. WrestleMania no. 80 when they go back to Philly. Sure. And he's like, the Liberty yeah. Bell is here. And right. I am the Bell of Liberty. And I can pass it. You. Yeah, Cody can pass it down to Liberty. Maybe he can pass it off to Dustin. Dustin would like to win a world title before he retires. Maybe he can pass it off to Dustin to use in AEW. Give it to Teal. Teal I feel Teal like inaugural turnbuckle championship wrestling 2025 champion. I feel like we've not really explored how much this winning the rumble can be, can be used. There's a lot of ways to go with this. Oh, I would like, I would like some thought and some care to put into the the winning the royal rumble that's all that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying before we get to tony speedpunk says i just looked at events coming up in my city next month micro championship wrestling is coming to my city if i go i'll report back on how it was and send the results to jeremy lambert i've heard it's fun so uh, <laughs> yeah there's been some people on the on the timeline who uh, i've seen gone to shows and have uh, have had a fun time so i've heard it's i've heard it's fun honestly so uh you know if you do go, have fun at it. And if you, if you don't go, you might be missing out. I don't know. Like, seems like it, it might be a, a fun thing. Oh, there you go. Jeremy, it's time. We have a tremendous show. We should probably talk about it. Everyone, tonight, right after the Big Bang Theory, you know what you can watch at 8 p.m. Eastern? Live on TBS from the Footprint Center. 
in Phoenix, Arizona. Hell of a name for a venue. You can watch AEW Dynamite, and we got a tremendous show for everyone tonight. Arguably one of the biggest, one of the best, not even arguable. Go argue with a wall. Go argue with a cable box. Go argue with anybody. This is inarguable. This is one of the best AEW Dynamite lineups we've ever had in the history of AEW. And the only way to watch it is live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS. We have for the AEW Women's World Championship, it's an eliminator match. It is the AEW Women's World Champion, Timeless Tony Storm, taking on Red Velvet. Stir it up, stir it up. Timeless Tony Storm taking on Red Velvet. If Red Velvet wins, she will earn a shot at the AEW Women's World Championship, which is currently held by Tony Storm. Diana Perrazzo, who will be challenging Timeless Tony Storm for the AEW Women's World Championship at AEW Revolution. Tiana Perrazzo will be on commentary for the match. Can Tony Storm defeat Red Velvet on her path to face and defend the AEW Women's World Championship against Tiana Perrazzo at AEW Revolution live only on pay-per-view? Tune in tonight to AEW Dynamite live at 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS and to find out. Plus, in trios competition, the great stars of CMLL are back. They attacked John Moxley last week. We all saw it. We all saw the great stars of CMLL attack John Moxley. John Moxley, Mascara, Dorada, Hechicero, and Volador Jr. They will be in trios action against the Blackpool Combat Club. John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Brian Danielson. It's great to have the great stars, the fantastic stars, the tremendous stars of CMLL live on AEW Dynamite at 8 p.m. Eastern TBS as they take on the Blackpool Combat Club. This is a trios match you will not want to miss, everybody. And the only way you can watch it is live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, only on TBS or for our international partners, AW Plus on Trello TV slash Fight TV. Plus, in singles competition, it is a rematch from DDT Pro Wrestling. It is Chris Jericho against Kanosuke Takeshka. This was a tremendous match in DDT Pro Wrestling earlier this year, late last year, whenever it happened. The timeline gets very confusing because it all just happens in the great world of AEW. It all runs together when you have so much tremendous action, when you have so many great matches. They all just feel like it's one big ball of awesome greatness in AEW, all elite AEW. Chris Jericho takes on Kenosuke Takeshka from the Don Callis family. Chris Jericho coming off a fantastic victory over ROH television champion Kyle Fletcher. Can he continue his run against the Don Callis family? Tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern AEW Dynamite when Chris Jericho takes on Kenosuke Takeshka of the Don Callis family. All of that plus we have we have two two gigantic matches. These are quite possibly the biggest matches we've ever put on AEW Dynamite live on TBS for free television. Two Big-time matches in the AEW heavyweight division. It's going to be Hangman, Adam Page, Swerve Strickland, part three. The winner will take on Samoa Joe. They will get a shot at the AEW World Championship at AEW Revolution, which is live only on pay-per-view. The winner will take on Samoa Joe at AEW Revolution. It's Swerve Strickland. Can he make it 3-0 and against Hangman Adam Page? Or will Hangman Adam Page finally beat the man that he has never defeated in AEW? Can Hangman Adam Page defeat Swerve Strickland? Prince Nana will not be interfering. The Mogul Embassy will not be interfering. It is one-on-one, straight-up wrestling. Put your money where your mouth is wrestling and the only way to watch it the only way to see who is going to win this great match the only way to know who is going to face Samoa Joe at AEW Revolution which is live only on pay-per-view for the AEW World Championship is to tune in live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern AEW Dynamite to see Swerve Strickland take on Hangman Adam Page all of that and we have a big time big time AEW World Tag Team Championship match 
For the AEW Tag Team Championships, it is the reigning defending champions, Ricky Starks and Big Bill. They will be taking on the only team that is undefeated in AEW, the great Darby Allin and the icon Sting. Sting and Darby Allin challenging for the AEW World Tag Team Championships against Ricky Starks and Big Bill live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on AEW Dynamite. Can Sting and Darby Allin win the AEW World Tag Team Championships ahead of Sting's last match at AEW Revolution, which is live only on pay-per-view? Can Sting and Darby Allin win? Win the AEW World Tag Team titles so Sting can defend, potentially defend the AEW World Tag Team Championships and his last match at AEW Revolution live on pay-per-view. But before we get to AEW Revolution live on pay-per-view, it's AEW Dynamite tonight live TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern, only on TBS, only on AEW Plus International for our international audience, Fight TV, Trailer TV, Ricky Starks, Big Bill, AEW Tag Team Championships, defending against Sting and Darby Allin. All of those great, fantastic matchups. Again, this is the best lineup we've ever had on AEW Dynamite. You will not want to miss all of these great matches. And if you don't like matches, what's wrong with you? Why are you an AEW fan? All we do is put on great matches. All we do is put on classic matches. Check the cage match. Cage match ratings all, all above the eights, all above board on cage match. We appreciate the great fans on cage match. But if you do not want the great matches, which you do, you definitely want the great matches where wins and losses, where wins and losses matter in AEW. If you don't want the great matches, we have a big, a big announcement. Me, Tony Khan, I have a big announcement live tonight. AEW Dynamite on TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern. I have a big announcement, everybody. You don't want to miss it. It is going to be a great, great matchup. It is going to be a great card, a tremendous lineup. You don't want to miss this big announcement. I promise, I promise that 2023 was going to be a great year for AEW fans, that we were going back to 2021. I delivered in 2023 at the end of 2023 with the AEW Continental Classic. Put your money where your mouth is. You tuned in. You tuned in in droves to watch the AEW Continental Classic. I promise a great 2023. But you know what's bigger than 2023? It's one bigger than 2023. It is 2024. And 2024 is going to be a great year at AEW. We're signing all the best talent. We're putting on all the great matches. And it all starts. Well, it started at the beginning of the year. It all continues. Tonight, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, TBS. Thank you to all the great AEW fans tuning in across the world. Make sure to tune in to AEW Dynamite live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. And make sure to check out AEW Revolution live on pay-per-view. Thank you to all the great AEW fans. Justified, this is awesome, chant. Thank you, Tony. I like the part where you said that the match between Hangman and Swerve will have no interference and you didn't say allegedly don't don't don't, don't do the bit just <laughs> i'm out of, i'm out of time don't it's do the bit have any interference no it's okay not. okay well you know that's just one people people you know uh, people saying uh, can you repeat that no you can rewind rewind and then after you rewind go over to youtube.com slash fightful check out my interview that just dropped with speedball mike bailey it's a long form interview we talked for about 35 minutes on a lot of different things tna non-tna wrestling philosophy starbucks drink orders and the names we use yeah we got weird buddy we got real weird from the luxor hotel in las vegas that's where we shot it. And you can tell. Uh, Jeremy Lambert, anything else to plug before we get out of here? Oh. 
Okay, then. We'll be back on Friday. I wanted to give the pause. We'll be back on Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, going back in the weeds as we always do. Uh, Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? The plan as of right now is to have Masha Slamovich and Billy Starks join us. We will keep you all looped as to when that gets confirmed, and we're hoping that they'll join us Friday morning for the show. And, of course, we'll talk about Royal Rumble Press, or not Royal Rumble, WrestleMania kickoff press conference, and a whole lot more looking forward to dynamite tonight hoping you enjoy it for jeremy lambert i am actual pearl j-o-e-l-p-e-r-l ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll see you on friday cheers say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill